Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to morning prayers. Please stand as you're able and join me in a responsive reading of Psalm 139, found on page 70 in your Black Appleton Psalter. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts and far away. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, O Lord, you know it You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit, or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make an edge you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light around me become night. Even the darkness is not dark to you, the night is as bright as the day, but darkness is as light to you. A reading from the poet Naomi Shihab Nye, Kindness. Before you know what kindness really is, you must lose things. Feel the future dissolve in a moment like salt in a weakened broth, 
what you held in your hand, what you counted and carefully saved. All this must go, so you know how desolate the landscape can be between the regions of kindness. How you ride and ride, thinking the bus will never stop, that the passengers eating maize and chicken will stare out the window forever. Before you learn the tender gravity of kindness, you must travel where the Indian in a white poncho lays dead by the side of the road. You must see how this could be you. How he too was someone who journeyed through the night with plans and the simple breath that kept him alive. Before you know kindness as the deepest thing inside, you must know sorrow as the other deepest thing. You must wake up with sorrow. You must speak to it till your voice catches the thread of all sorrows and you see the size of the cloth. Then it is only kindness that makes sense anymore. Only kindness that ties your shoes and sends you out into the day to gaze at bread. Only kindness that raises its head from the crowd of the world to say, it is I you have been looking for, and then goes with you everywhere, like a shadow or a friend. There ends the reading. I had the misfortune of needing to send this poem to a loved one of mine, to the mother of my partner's best friend, Eric, in the wake of his suicide last June. This poem is that deep to me. It is a raft that I hold on to when things get unsteady. It is a reminder to me that the world that we live in can be utterly confounding, and yet the truth that the deeper we lose things, the deeper we've come to find our own connection. I found this poem actually um, at a time of my own spiritual trial um, in my first year of divinity school. And I went to the doctor and the doctor said, you know, you're on the waiting list to get a therapist and like there's really not much we can do for you and wrote me out this prescription for books of poetry. Um, so it said, you know, like, and it was just this white piece of paper with a prescription on it for poems. And I went to the poetry bookstore, which is just right down the corner. I hope it's still there. Confirmation. Um, and on, this, on the wall there, this poem was hanging, um, an embossed letterpress print. And at that time, it felt to me like a sign from God that the depth of the pain that I was feeling um, was known and, in fact, was not only known by one other person, but was something that, if interrogated and followed, would, in fact, link me to the rest of humanity. That if I kept going, I would see the size of the cloth and know that it is the one um, in which we all live and will be buried. The tender gravity of kindness is one that recognizes the depth 
of suffering that we all will know and the kindness of God to be with us in all of those moments that no matter where we tread, God is with us there. Earlier in Psalm 139, later in Psalm 39, a part that we didn't read today, um, it uses the language of, of being knit together, that God um, knit us together in our mother's womb. And I've always found that to be beautiful imagery of the careful ways that God has created our bodies, that God has created these emotions and feelings in us and our connections to one another. But as I was thinking of it again this time, I also feel that God knit all of us together in the womb and that part of what is created in us is not just our individual bodies, but that connection from the time of our conception through the rest of our life in this world. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. After this, we'll say the Lord's Prayer. And what is special to me about the Lord's Prayer is this us, this us that we pray through the whole prayer, not as individuals in suffering and sin and fear and hoping to go out into the day and gaze at bread and be given such, but that we do it together as a community, that we together are praying this. Um, so I invite you to hear that today as we pray together with whatever sorrows and kindnesses are on our hearts. And I hope, wish you peace and the blessing of God as you go forward on this day. Amen. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And now please stand as you are able and join us in the singing of our closing hymn, We Come Unto Our, we come unto our People's God, hymn number 265 in your Crimson Hymn. Hymn number 265.
And now may the peace of God rest, rule, and abide in each of our lives from this day on until we meet again. Amen. Amen.